1: Coming to you live on tape on this Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. Is it the last day of November? Are there 30 days? There's 30 days. So the last day of November. Jesus, Rich. Fucking 40 and change. You should know how many days there are in November. The last day of November. That's what it is. Uh, all those years of school still didn't help me to memorize a calendar, which is what like, they're teaching my kids 7 and 11 and have been teaching them for God knows how long. And if you can't hear here in the background, uh, I think my in-laws are calling through the Alexa. It's just a whole calamity of shit right now on the Broken Helmet Podcast. So, Chris, here you go. You know, we live in this new world where... Everything's supposed to be fair, right? Everything's about fair. It's about sure. participation awards, all the rest of it. You know where you don't see too much? I, I don't want to use the word diversity, but because it, it's not going that route, but uh, for lack of a better term, diversity. You know where you don't see anything except the same thing over and over and over again? TV. Oh, fucking this guy right there. I didn't mean to give you the toilet. I meant to give you the jackpot. I'm going to give you some fucking fireworks to follow that shit up. It is on the boob tube, my friends. And I could say boob tube for one reason, because that's what drew me to this conclusion, is because as I throw on CBS Sports HQ in the background, uh, they've got Three guy three people up there. Two guys and a girl. One of them is Brady Quinn. Can you believe that Brady Quinn has become kind of like the uh, the media darling that he has after having? Well, like, I mean, he started. He started where he was actually on a, a TV show that people watched. What? Uh, I don't know what you mean by that. Like he was on, you know, CBS or
0: whatever. Like actually, like during a game that people might watch, not just on. CBS HQ, where I don't think anybody watches.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have slung Brady Quinn all over the place. I mean, he is literally, he's on like all their podcasts, he's on on their TV. I I am surprised he's actually not bigger than he is uh, for the amount that they've tried to sling him out there. You know, because I don't, again, I don't watch the pregame shows, but I don't think he's hit any of those yet. Right, the one. I like don't Cower. think so. No. like they don't no. bring him in no. for anything. But I would imagine that down the road he is going to be a fixture on that show, right? Because like Cowers getting older, uh, you know Sims is getting older. I would imagine he probably replaces like the Sims seat.
0: Uh, uh, Phil Sims, maybe. I mean, I, I know Chris Sims has been making the rounds. He's on. Well, he's on NBC, different network. NBC, right, right, right. right. But yeah. I mean, he's he's making it up the ranks. Pretty quickly too. He's not an old guy. I mean, he's Chris Sims is what thirty.
1: Yeah, I just don't know 15. if another another station is going to pay him to switch. Right? He's probably in at NBC and he's there for the long haul. Uh, I sure. would imagine CB, You know, they try to kind of breed their own. You know, they've got their own minor league system, and then they promote from within. So I, I would imagine down the road, like Adam Schein, who does a ton of stuff for CBS, he'll probably make his way up. Uh, I, w- I would think that if anything, maybe he would replace uh, – who's the lead in-house guy for CBS pregame? Gumb- Gumb- uh, uh, Brian Gumbel? No, the guy that they took from Fox um, – Tariq no. No, Tariqo's NBC. Um he, yeah,
0: he's NBC. Um I forgot
1: his name. Uh he was on Fox for years and years and years. And then I man, don't know. he left to go to CBS. You know who it is. Uh oh, damn it. he replaced Gumble. Um anyway, I would imagine that, you know, somebody like Shine might move into his position. Quinn moves up somewhere else. But anyway, where I was going with this. Five minutes ago, was that I turn on CBS HQ? They, I never see anything other than good-looking individuals, and from a girl standpoint, like really good-looking individuals. When it comes to TV, I mean, you can't be an ugly fatso on the boob tube, right? You, like you can't, you can't. Well, what about? I mean, the the I, I you don't can't know. have I, a fat it's... neck, fat rolls. You can't have a lazy eye. You can't be ugly. I you can't be sit we, we, we could, We could definitely argue about this a little bit, but it's
0: funny that we're a gambling-slash-fantasy-slash-football podcast, but there's plenty of fat, roly-poly gentlemen that they pull in to uh, do their gambling segments.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure, right there. They do pull in uh, – you know, kind of, they bring them in from the woodworks when it comes to gambling, right? But, uh, you know, I would say that the prime networks, when they bring them in, they're not, uh, you know, you're not seeing, like, Jason Lacanfora and his wandering eye on any of the CBS primetime shows, right? Like, they're, they're just not. They're leaving him for the CBS HQ Sunday morning shows.
0: I hear his name all the time, and I ne- I've never seen him.
1: Uh I, oh! I I've only seen him because I watch uh, HQ in the morning, uh, getting up to kickoff, and they bring in the whole slew of guys that if you listen, well, you listen to CBS uh, fantasy yeah. fantasy podcast, they bring in everybody. Um, so you obviously the only person they don't bring in is Azer. I, I don't think I've ever I might have seen Azer once on the TV show.
0: Yeah, he they were saying he makes his he makes random appearances yeah, like but random it, appearances. that's Eisenberg. That's Eisenberg's show.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. He's the driver. So then they kick you know they kick Azer the curb, which is complete bullshit, but whatever. Um so, you know, that's Eisenberg and Richard and then, you know, for whatever reason they continue to hold on To uh, Heath Cummings, which is like still one of God's He's supposed to be
0: their number. He's supposed to be their numbers guy.
1: Yeah, but we talked about his his rankings suck. His rankings suck, and if you ever hear his, I I mean his advice, if you will, it's just the it's what you want to stay away from, right? I mean, blatantly.
0: Yeah, I don't. I I blatantly don't listen to him. He's the worst
1: of the three. He's the worst of the three. Yeah. But, I, you know, I just turned on CBS HQ, and the girl that they have, you know, there's always got to be a girl. Like, that. that's one thing. You know, the requirement is that there's got to be a girl uh, on all these broadcast things. If it's not a sideline reporter, it's got to be a, a show host now. And they're all, like, fresh out of college or, like, you know, pre-32 years old, and they're all super attractive. And there's another one. I, I want to see a 300-pounder you know with like four four chins like doing any kind of you know, on-air broadcasting, especially sports broadcasting. Right? I'm not talking about, like, E! Entertainment Television, where that's basically their entire lineup every time that there's a Golden Globes or uh, Oscars or whatever it is, and they're all talking about everybody's dress and blah, 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 blah. I'm talking about, like, sports broadcasting, regular broadcasting. I mean, even, like, the Sunday morning shows, the news shows, uh, even the old farts that they get to do that, they're still presentable. You know, there's no messes. It's just, yeah, it's amazing that there's the barrier for entry to get on whatever national television is you have to be somewhat attractive, you know, and you can't be like kind of attractive. You've got to be attractive. Uh, anyway, uh, completely derailed, wasted a whole t- shot of nine minutes. But anyway, we are in week 13 here of the NFL season. There is basically two weeks of fantasy football, right? I, if I'm not mistaken, most teams, the way they lined up so that nobody's doing week 18. 17 is the championship game, which means 13 and 14 are the last two weeks. And it is a shit show. In terms of bye weeks. Because yeah. the way that the NFL has this, it is beyond screwy. I mean, next week, there are a shit ton of buys.
0: Mm-hmm. There's six.
1: Yeah, can you believe that? I, I mean, obviously, the NFL doesn't care about fantasy. Although, they should probably care about it a little bit. Because it drives a lot of interest. And I, I we have talked about it. But I have talked to a, a ton of people who are insanely frustrated with the 2022 fantasy football season for many reasons. Number one, the injuries have been insane. Number two, the the predictability of it. Oh my God, I am just stuttering like a fool. The predictability of it has been, I mean, impossible. And now you have two big weeks left and you can't play people because you got six buys next week. And there's a big buy this week because Arizona's on buy. Who yes. else is on buy with them? Carolina. Carolina. So if you picked up Foreman and he started playing for you, or if you had Kyler Murray, that's me, uh, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, who just came back, or DeAndre Hopkins, who's been on a flipping tear, you got none of those guys this week. And then next yep. week, good luck. Yep next week is like the Colts the Packers the Bears yeah how do you how do you address that you wrote to text me earlier today We're, we we got to think of something i i don't know what to do it's because people will argue hey it's the bye weeks you know people have to deal with them once all the time you know once a year you you're going to have to deal with buys you know, for each player or whatnot. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but that's but not like, the
0: argument. The argument is is that, like, going into the, like the final week of the season, for fantasy purposes, has always been a week that is built off of rivalry. It's built off of a lot of things, but mainly where you have everybody who's finally back and this is your last push to get into the
1: playoffs. Right. Well, I, I would... I would make the argument that the reason I have such a problem with the late buys is that as the season goes on and the injuries pile up and you know the, just the course of the season all the events that happen is that the buys at the end are really tough to replace. Like there there aren't a lot of people you can pick up on a whim in week 14 that can replace some of these guys. So you're losing out on people getting injured. And so that whole pop that whole, you know, portion of the population is removed. And then anybody that was like had any kind of potential has probably been taken at this point. Right? You're not gonna I mean the Jets provided people with a little bit of hope this week with your uh here White or whatever and uh, Ty Johnson and well Garrett Wilson has already been picked up. Maybe some people are you know, going to take a flyer on Elijah Moore, but Mike White after last week. You know, like, maybe you get stuff like that, but that was only because Mike White came in and changed the offensive structure, right? Like, you're just not finding people that pop up, though. No, of course not. Not in
0: week four. You better have gotten them in week 11 or 10.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's just tough to address week 13 and 14 pies. Because I, I was looking, and I think I've got on defense, I think, like, three of my defenders are out. And I have, like, one replacement for all three. So I've got to start going Oh, yeah, out. me too. Yeah, yeah and me too. So you got to think, okay, well, I'm not going to use a quarterback. And me, I'm rotating three quarterbacks because my quarterback situation sucks. Uh, it didn't because I had Fields, but now Fields is gone, and I, I don't even know. I can't imagine he's actually going to play again. You would think that they shut Fields down, right? They haven't talked about it. I know, you know, he's still questionable. No, they're not going to shut him down. I, I mean, but why wouldn't you?
0: Mm, they're not going to do it.
1: I don't know. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if you ended up seeing him. I, you know, there's what a couple weeks left of the season. He's practicing every day. He's practicing. Yeah, I know he practices, but you can practice and then say, you know what, we practice all week. It didn't feel good, and we're just gonna you were bench him this week. After every two weeks report. if they lose every- again. Well, let's just say say they bench him this week and then they lose this week, week 13, right? They're completely out of it. You got 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. You got five weeks left of the season, right? And if you – let's say you sit him for a couple more just to say healing time because at that point he's missed two weeks, what's another two? Then all of a sudden you're toward the end of the week, week 15, you got three weeks left. Are you going to play him again? Why would you? I mean – a. a smart, I, I mean, uh, a smart franchise would bench him just because it would give you a better chance to lose and improve your draft stock. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a valid point, of course. Of course. But
0: I, I don't think, from a uh, Chicago perspective, I, I don't think they were too happy with Fields last year. I don't think they were too happy with Fields up until week 10, 11. Yeah. And, if they really want to see what they got out of this guy who who went off for like a four game stretch uh why not get him
1: back on the field yeah i guess to to test out what you have because you could still do that next year because i don't think they have any possibility of replacing him really next year you know i mean you're not going to take another swing in the draft not unless you unload him which i guess is why? a possibility but why, why, wouldn't they, why wouldn't they get a second-round quarterback or a third-round quarterback? Uh, because they just need help everywhere. Did you watch that game last week? Probably not because you probably didn't get it on your local. I was forced to watch that game because here in the New York metro area, it was the only thing we had. There was no doubleheader to go to, and I didn't want to go to a bar. Uh, you know, It was raining and shitty. But, uh, but you guys don't have red zone? No, I had Red Zone through Dad's YouTube TV. Uh, It used to be on DirecTV or PlayStation View. One of the streaming networks I used to have. I've had streaming networks now for, I think, close to 10 years. But uh, I used to have it, didn't have it anymore. Uh, I used to use Dad's YouTube TV. Because he had red zone, and then he—I I think I changed his password for him, or I told him to change it because something screwy happened with his emails, and he couldn't figure it out. And he changed his password, and now I don't know what his YouTube is. So nice, uh, I can't watch it. and I, I just don't want to harass him for it because it's not that big of a deal. So, um, but next year I don't have to worry about that because next year the direct the, the ticket will be with a new provider, and then we can all get it, and we don't have to have satellite fucking dishes on on our tea, on our house ridiculous, and I can't believe DirecTV has stayed this long with it.
0: Like they had, like, a 20-year contract, right? Or, uh, or I think two there was
1: ten, a, Two 10-year two contract? Tens, maybe two 10s. Maybe you know. I I think there was one renegotiation in there. You know, I, I mean, I'd like to say that I, I'm i a football historian, but I'm not that much of a football historian that I remember all that shit.
0: Satellite but, TV will, will eventually make its comeback once... Never. Streaming. Never. Yes, it will. No. Yes, it will. Never. It's over. You're wrong.
1: It, it's over. It. That's it, a podcast for another day. We can do the uh, Broken Remote, uh, which is out there and available if you ever want to listen to it. But we'll do a Broken Remote about the satellite TV making a comeback, which it won't. Uh, for now, uh, let's uh, jump into our performance and then get into all of our games for Week 13. First down. First down. All right. So last week, the favorites won... That was, uh, you know, few and far between for them, but they did win last week by a total of 7-6 to six on the year. The Dogs still have them at 55%. The Dogs, of those six games, they won five outright. So that is where the money was to be had. And like we said, last week they didn't win a lot of their covers outright. And I said that that was uh, different from weeks past. And sure enough, they corrected that real quick. As last week, they hit five of their six covers for straight wins. Home dogs, three and two. They're 52% on the year. Unders, one. They were seven and six. So they continue their tear. 57% on the year is where the unders are coming in. As for the teaser legs for this spread, the favorites were nine and four. The dogs were 12 and one. Yahtzee! They are uh, dogs are 77% on the year. Favorites are 68. As for the overs and unders, they were both 10 and 3. So the unders are winning that battle at 69%. So again, as the year has gone on, it has not shifted much. Uh, the overs have come back a little bit because they were really in the hole. But it's been dog and unders all year, and you've seen that reflected in the teasers. There were seven games that won on both teaser sides uh, for the spreads, and there was also seven games that hit on both sides of the teaser total, and there were two games that just won everything. That was Chargers, Cardinals, Texans, Dolphins. If you teased any of that, you couldn't lose. Teams with a halftime lead, 10-1. and one. You want to take a guess, Chris, as to the one team that blew their halftime lead?
0: Well, it wasn't the Raiders.
1: was not the Raiders. How about the Patriots? Patriots? No, it was the shitbox Cardinals who have not been able to do anything consistently good this year at all. And I thought the Patriots were were winning. Uh, I have no, they were tied. If I'm not mistaken, oh, they were, they were tied. tied. They
0: were tied, tied, tied,
1: tied. Yeah. Cardinals though were in the lead and then cough that shit up. So as for the two of us, uh, we did well. You did okay. I did not do good. Uh, I was five and eight. You were seven and six. So on the year, I'm 80 and 84. You're 74 and 89. So that's 49 percent to your 45 percent. So you're making your way back in there. I know. I think there's a game or two, but between pushes and shit like that, it's uh, it's basically a. Four five game difference between the two of us. Uh, last week, uh, the money, the money, tickets and sharps were all good. Eight and four for the money. Sharps were six and three. Tickets were eight and five. So they all hit, and the sharps and the money have been over fifty percent. Well over for the sharps. they sixty one percent. Uh, you were good with your super picks at three and two. I was one and four. Uh, that puts you at twenty five and thirty four to my twenty seven and thirty so you're only two games behind me there so you're closing the gap as I have these terrible weeks with my fucking five picks unbelievable uh, I I hit my best bet you did not uh, no parlays for either of us I, I I think we've only hit one parlay all year I think that was me that's how bad we are uh, and
0: the parlays yeah
1: I'm almost positive uh, I, ha- I I charted shit all year long. And parlays, I am one in nine. You are 0 and 11. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's one week that I missed for something, but whatever. You have not hit, and I have hit one, and that's it. Ouch. So, yeah, it's brutal. Brutal. But that's why they say parlay sucker bets, right? So, as for the teasers, uh, we both hit. I've hit three weeks in a row. You've hit two weeks in a row. And then, oh, prop bets, buddy. He missed. He missed.
0: Oh, with Kyler Murray. Murray. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray had 100, 180 yards at halftime.
1: Yeah, and with Aru, I think he finished under 200 maybe. I didn't see the final number. Uh, I just know it was under the uh, two, he, whatever. I could not believe he
0: had like uh, maybe 140 at halftime or 160, something like that. And I'm like, you, I'm like, this is a lock. I didn't even look again. And then I look at the end of the game and he had like 180
1: and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it was. I couldn't believe it. Uh, because Hopkins hit. Hopkins was my pick, and he hit his over, which was over 84 and a half. And so he hit. Yeah, the- but I hit all, but I hit every other, but I hit the other three. I, I, uh, yeah, picked. the other ones that you were toting. So I, you know, no knock on your prop betting. You've been doing very well, sir. Very well. So I'll give you all your credit. Don't get all bent out of shape. It's not your big brother, you know, jet, making a chat at you. You know, so. Uh, all right, so uh, let's get into it. We'll do our two big games and then roll down the rest of the slate and then get into our gambling. Where I, How did you do last week before we start uh, with the gambling? Because I ended up winning, and I'm almost at even now. I'm like 150 under. You were making strides. You were at 8300. Oh, wow. You were at make yeah, and I was down at 7900. But the past couple of weeks with the teasers, they've all been coming in. Finally, um, I lost
0: overall. I won a bunch, but then I I bet big on my my parlays, my money line parlays.
1: Yeah, you were and, at 8300, and I think you laid out like a thousand.
0: Uh, my tote. Was somewhere around there, yeah. But I I lost fifty bucks at the end of the day.
1: Ah, all right. So you're still around eighty three hundred. So, um, yeah. So I hit my teaser again, and uh, I, I, I I wasted two hundred bucks trying to take. I, I thought I knew the Hopkins was good, and the Canine man Walker. I thought he was going to be good last week against your against your Raiders, and especially watching fucking Jacobs run for five hundred yards. I can't believe uh, Walker didn't get it done. I was like, what? He was horrible. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. I
0: mean, yeah. he was okay. He still got, like, I think, a couple receptions and a touchdown, but his rushing average no, rushing was, was 20 real-
1: something. I think it was under 30 yards rushing. And I think the over under uh, was 70 change.
0: No, he had more than that. But yeah, it definitely well, wasn't he didn't have the 70. 76. And a
1: half. That's for fucking he leads. He leads. There's
0: two statistics I heard this past week one i was shocked about he leads the league in zero or one y- zero or negative yard gains
1: yeah so they just uh, it, old school run offense he just runs up the middle maybe with an h back or whoever they got as a lead blocker or some shit like that and just gets blasted yep
0: yep so he's he's dead last in the league of all Fifty-something qualified running backs. He's dead last for zero or negative yard gains. He is also first or or fourth, first or fourth in gains of twelve or more. So So he's either boom or bust. He's he's the definition of boom or bust. Every run is either a boom or a bust.
1: And speaking of bust, Katie Mox is now on my TV screen on CBS HQ, and I she is a sports betting expert. Or I like enough, en- I, I, enough.
0: Oh, enough. you hate her. We it's talked a about garbage. her last. We talked about her last week. I
1: know, but you know, blonde, big bust. You know, and there she is, sports expert for uh, the Caesar Sports Book. Endorsed uh, segment on uh, CBS. I, I'm telling you, they, they just—I the podcasts do it good. The podcast give you great content. In the rest of the regard, TV, I garbage, absolute fucking duty. So, all right. Anyway, Katie Marks got me all uh, souped up there. So, um, all right. Uh, let's do our games and then continue on. Second down. Second down. And we will take off. First game. Let's just do it. As it goes on the schedule, Thursday night, Bills, Patriots, this one to be played in Foxborough, Bills 3.5-point favorites. Over-under is 43.5 points. Pros versus Joes. And I will say, all of the... I'll say here now, first of all, all the lines are pulled from DraftKings, and they were pulled about 5 o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday, November 30th. There's only 30 days in November. I know that now. Uh, And as for all the stats that I will say, they are pulled from the Action Network app, also pulled at about 5 o'clock on Wednesday, the 30th. So, this is a Pros-Joes game. All the numbers that I pulled today, they're all off because they just haven't had enough betting to come in. I don't know why on a Wednesday there haven't been at least, uh, the population hasn't got up, that the data's a little bit more normal, but you'll hear as I go through these, you know, 93%, 93%, 90%, 83%, I like you just never see them this heavy, and that's probably because the The tickets haven't come in, nor has the money. And so, you know, you're working on a smaller population pool. But that said, this is lined up right now. Pros versus Joes. The Joes on the Bills. The pros on the Patriots. 58% of the tickets like Buffalo. The Sharps are on the Patriots. And 72% of the money pool is on New England. So all of that said here, big AFC East battle. The Bills have looked shaky. Uh, They've looked shaky regardless of the... Josh Allen elbow injury. However, it hasn't helped matters. Patriots. I don't know. You think they've looked good? I, I
0: didn't look so good last week.
1: No, I, I don't. I don't think so. Right? I mean, they, they're not a strong Patriot team, but. I kind of feel like they have a fighting chance here against Buffalo because I feel like something's off with Buffalo. Buffalo, who, like we said, I mean, we're, yeah, we did. We talked about him because it was a Thursday game. It was Thanksgiving. That They probably should have went to OT with Detroit. And if Detroit's head coaching staff didn't suck so much, they could have won that game. Well,
0: you know, a couple of weeks ago, Buffalo played Minnesota. Then, you it's a motherfucking game of the year. Everybody was talking about so, it. So 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 yes. Me. So yes. So then last week New England played Minnesota and now New England has the pleasure of playing Buffalo. I believe Buffalo really blew the Minnesota game and I thought that they got too confident and they had that game like in the grasps and they just they just stopped playing. Uh, I mean, the referees
1: tried tried to give him that game. It just didn't work out that way.
0: You thought they tried to give who the
1: game? Oh, they tried to give Buffalo that game. Come on. But for what reason? uh, I'm just saying. All the calls were going Buffalo's way. And I think, didn't they say afterward, one of the big plays, there was 12 people on the field as well? That they didn't call 12 people on the field? Uh, In the Buffalo, which game? Buffalo, Minnesota. I'm going back two weeks. Yeah, I don't I don't know.
0: I don't remember pretty, that. But. I
1: think that there was a story, if I remember right, uh two weeks ago that there were like twelve people on the field for one of the big plays or some shit like that. Yeah, like, well was regardless. One. Yeah, I, Yeah, I,
0: regardless. So, the whole So momentum. they played they played a really, really good game no matter which way you spin it. They're both decently good teams. But the following week, Buffalo won barely over I think Cleveland. And Minnesota won barely over uh uh or they got they got fucking hammered by Dallas. They got crushed by right? Dallas? Yeah. Right. And then and then they come back and they beat New England after getting fucking slaughtered by Yeah, it wasn't a real strong win though.
1: Wasn't a strong win. Last week? Yeah, the game versus Minnesota. It wasn't strong. That was a Turkey yeah, Dallas's game. win? No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 I'm, no, no, no. I'm talking okay. New England, yeah, Minnesota. I got you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't
0: it wasn't the best, but at the same time, they they handled New England pretty well. I mean, they 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 played pretty well. Like Minnesota played pretty well.
1: Yeah, I, I just didn't think it was a. I, I just didn't think it was a strong win. They played fine, you know. I mean, sure. New England played kind of shitty, which helped and now you have
0: it. Buffalo, whose defense was much better in the beginning of the year, but has been a little shaky recently with Tredavious White now back. What you, what are you foreseeing here? I don't foresee New England doing jack shit with the ball, well, but, here's, but Buffalo's my, offense is much better than Minnesota's offense.
1: My initial gut reaction is that this should be Buffalo all day, every day, and the spread it should be even higher than three and a half. Right, that's my that's my initial gut reaction. But a couple of things has me pumping the brakes. Number one is that it's Thursday night football and Thursday night football has this year and maybe historically, but I'm not quite sure because I never really put a focus on it until recently, but Thursday night football, uh, it just plays differently, right? It hits different, motherfucker. It it's just a whole different vibe. And it never really plays out the way that it's supposed to. Uh now you got Buffalo coming in here 5 and 6 against the spread. The Pats are 6-4 and 1. Uh short week if you will well. I mean, not not a short week because they both played on Thanksgiving. Um I don't know. I I I'm kind of thinking the Pats have a chance. You know, I'm I'm wondering if Josh Allen who I don't think has looked great, he's looked good in spots, but not fantastic. If you know, Belichick will be able... I, I'm always giving Belichick a chance against quarterbacks, especially at home. And maybe I shouldn't because, I, you know, he hasn't really done anything outside of Tom Brady. But I, I'm, I'm scared to go against Belichick here at home against uh, Bill's team that's kind of struggled a little bit in the past couple of weeks. And with a quarterback who, for the most part, hasn't looked awesome. I mean, he's definitely above... The rest, but he hasn't looked good. he's been really mistake prone for several weeks here in a row, which is what Belichick and his defenses really take advantage of are mistakes
0: no, they take advantage of one player they they take i'm sorry they take out one player oh yes, They're you not love this to- yes.
1: They do. It's what they do. No, they I'm let not everyone not. Out. I'm just. I'm calling it your theory. But yes, I've heard you talk about this a lot. They they take away the one guy. They focus right. on they're, that individual yes. and take him out.
0: They're the king. They're the king of doing that. So if that's who you want to take out,
1: then well, you're going to take out Stephon Diggs.
0: Well, you're going to take out Stephon Diggs. Fine. Then the other guys are. I mean, they still have how much talent around them. They have a shitload of talent. Oh,
1: are we them. still pumping up Gabe Davis here? Are, are we still talking about him as being no. like a receiver? Are we talking about a, McKenzie as being the sleeper guy that's going to come over and take over?
0: No, that's all fantasy talk.
1: Talk about weird bullshit trades. Man, they traded for Naheem Hines, and, I mean, I, it, did he get hurt and he's not playing? No, he's the return guy. I, I mean, that's... I, I, I just thought, wow. You know, I mean, you gave up Moss... Now, obviously, you had Cook there, too, so James Cook has been getting a little PT. But, I mean, Hines was getting, you know, part duty there in Indianapolis in the backfield, and I definitely thought he'd get more, but he just doesn't. It was like a a trade-to-be return guy.
0: I think he's probably closer to a contract year, too, and they don't want to— I mean, Hines has been in the league for a couple years now.
1: Wow. You look at Ramond Stevenson's numbers, uh, and, and it relates to this game. And, you know, he's been like big, but not big, but he makes up for it on one side when he doesn't the other. Like last week, 36 yards on the ground, 76 through the air, 26 yards on the ground the week before, but 56 yards. And then a couple weeks back, he's 70 and 70. And when he first got the okay to go, he was like 120, 130 yards on the ground.
0: I think that's a Belichick thing. I think they're just – they're deciding what what he's better – what they need him more for. Is it? Well, now they need him for like,
1: everything because Harris is out.
0: Harris has been out. Harris was never in.
1: Well, I mean, he came in and then he would leave again, right? It's like Harris yeah, is – Yeah, he's hard. the
0: king of just constantly being hurt. Sucks for him because he lost his job.
1: No, uh, I mean, oh well. See it, buddy. That's the way it goes. I'm not crying for anybody with the way my, my life's going. So, went, well, went, You lost your job. Boo-hoo. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I want to go to the Bills, and then I'm like, nah, take the Patriots. Take the Pats.
0: No, I'm going to take the Bills. Three and a half.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think it's the better play. I just don't know why I don't want to pull the trigger on it. Uh, I mean, they are the better team. Uh, yeah. What do you do here, Rich? What do you do? I'm I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I'm gonna go with my gut here. It it's it's the worst play, but for whatever reason, I'm going. I'm going that side at least for this one. So I I mean I I don't have this game in any of my super contests or best pets, so I'm not really worried about that. This is just one to pick them. But uh, it should be a fun one to watch. And the Thursday night games have really sucked. Uh, so, it, it's good to get a good one in here. So uh, Bills, Patriots, we're on opposite sides. Chris going with the road favorite. I'm going to go with the home dog. So, next up, we'll do a 4 o'clock Sunday game. This one should be good. There are probably about seven games this week that are pretty good. This is another one. This is the 405, 425, whenever they kick it off. Chiefs. Visiting the Bengals, Chiefs, another road favorite, just like the Bills before them. Chiefs favored by one and a half in Cincinnati. Over under here is 53. This ends up being a trifecta game as the Sharps, tickets, and money all are on Cincinnati. 56% of the tickets and 57% of the money pool that way. So, I mean, the Chiefs are probably the best in the biz, right? I mean, does anybody They're ranked t- that way. I mean, you would think, right? Is there anybody better than them? Eagles, maybe?
0: Oh, I don't know. The Eagles losing C.J. Gardner-Johnson does not help them.
1: Yeah, that hurts them big time. Um, But, I mean, I guess those would be the two, te- the two teams, right? Because the Bills, you know, they just... Well, the 49ers. Yeah, man, everybody puts it... I- Look, the 49ers beat the Saints by 13-0 last week. But... I mean, they didn't look that great. They didn't, you know. I mean, it just—it wasn't a team that you watched, and you were like, "Yeah, that's the team." You know, Garoppolo was still just so shaky sometimes. It's like, what the hell? But uh,
0: yeah. I mean, they—they they won by two touchdowns, regardless of how you split. Whether it's twenty-eight, fourteen, or thirteen, nothing—it's two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, what was uh, the one thing that you were not shocked by? was the goose egg from New Orleans because that offense is just so all over the place and San Francisco San Francisco's defense is really good it is really good you know which is probably why I mean you you hear San Francisco talked about you know oddly enough I think you hear San Francisco and Dallas talked about probably more so than the Bills Eagles and Chiefs at this point I hear well, that's just a, that's the defensive
0: times. talk yeah that's the defensive talk.
1: Uh, you know, big, uh, you know, Boomer Sison is you know all over Sunday media, but he's also up here because he does a Monday through Friday uh, at WFAN here in New York, which also gets simulcast, and I think it's simulcast on national television. But um, he's been—he he loves talking about San Francisco. He loves that fucking team. Uh, anyway, but back to where we're going: Chiefs, Bengals, Chiefs favored by one and a half here. Uh, you know, you gotta like Mahomes and that team on the road, no? Uh, they've just been a more consistent play right now, and the Bengals. I mean, look, they won versus Tennessee. I watched the rewatch the game last night. Uh, you know, nice win, not a super strong win.
0: No, I agree with you. I think Kansas City is the much better team here. I'm surprised it's really only a one point spread.
1: Yeah, right. I would think that it would be probably two and a half pushing three. The and way everybody's that Kansas talk- City's talking
0: about. Kansas City's defense is the key to them winning, and recently they're doing great, blah, 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 blah.
1: Kansas City defense right now, DVOA, is all the way down at, where was it? I just saw it. Uh, not super strong, 18th. It's their offense, Their offense is number one right now.
0: Yeah, their defense will finish bottom 15, bottom 12, but they're, they always, it's very easy. We've discussed this numerous times on the podcast, and this is why sometimes it's easier gambling for me at nearing the end of the year than the beginning of the year because you get to start to see which offenses are really that good, which makes the defense a lot easier. That's why Spagnola's kept his job for so long is because his off- the offense is so good that the defense is always playing prevent. They could just sit there and blitz all they want and you know, do whatever they want. Uh you know. That's just that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah. Plus that kid that kid in the middle, of their 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 linebacker Bolton has been playing out of his mind, so that helps him out big time yeah, with that. Had a good and,
1: year. and Gay, Gay Chris Jones. He, yeah, and, and Gay since he came back from suspension has been strong.
0: He plays more of a uh, he's more of a boomer a bust for fantasy purposes but for you know real NFL he's he's great he's always occupying the right space man he's just he just is always there.
1: yeah, you forgot about him that he was gone for so long and then when he came back you're like oh shit he's back
0: yeah you,
1: you know got hey, suspended for something Player, uh, I forgot what it was too was it
0: Four games must have been some sort of action. It wasn't PEDs or anything like that.
1: No, it wasn't PEDs. I don't remember what it was. Uh, Damn it. I forget. I'm not going to Google it right now. But anyway, the teams line up kind of the same. Their offenses are both uh, top tier. Kansas City's 1, Cincinnati's 5, and then their defenses fall down the ranks. Cincinnati's 12, and Casey's 18. So, to me, this just really comes down to that the Chiefs have looked really strong Um, You know, Olbite, you know, not as strong as you would like at certain spots, but they always get the job done. And Mahomes is the best in the business right now. Uh, Burrow's up there, but he's not Mahomes. And I think that, you know, a big game here, especially on the road, the Chiefs seem to have a little something when they go on the road on a big spot. Bengals, I I still, you know, I I question their ability to get it done in, in the big games um you know chase might come back though that's the big x factor you know if chase plays here i I definitely give him more of a chance i think he is going to give it a go from everything that i've read but i i you know it doesn't feel like he's going to be a hundred percent either unless you've heard something that i have not
0: no i I didn't say anything because that's exactly what i've heard so uh it, for all well, remember that, he blew he blew up against them last year
1: Yeah, well, and he blew up the two games before he got hurt, too. I mean, he was—I really was excited to see the Bengals when he started going off because I I thought they were going to make a push. And I have a ticket as Burrow as the NFL MVP. And I thought that if they just took it over there, that would have been, you know, that would much better help my ticket as it is right now. I think it's Mahomes, you know, is a lock for that. So, you know, the Mahomes tickets I think are coming in. I I don't know if there's... Is there anybody else you could think of that could even come close? Allen, I guess? Josh Allen? I don't
0: think so. Allen would have to go on a tear again.
1: Jalen Hurts? No. I mean, so quick with Jalen Hurts. I mean, you're talking about teams you know, was undefeated and pushing up until a couple weeks ago. I don't think he has the numbers. Well, th- what did he just do that everybody was talking about in terms of breaking the rushing record? There was some first-half rushing record or something. He had 100 yards rushing in the first half. Oh, so he yeah. A he Michael had, Vick he had record or something. He had 120 yards in the first quarter. Yeah, it was like nuts. Was that the Michael Vick bro- record they were talking about him breaking?
0: Fields broke the record.
1: Oh, Fields broke the record? I. I could have sworn that Hertz. I had heard on one of these podcasts that he broke something, but whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that he's getting it done on both sides and all right. Well, with both aspects of quarterback play here, and I, I thought he might be an MVP candidate. But again, I can't, I think it's Mahomes. I
0: just can't believe in what. Are, what year are we in now? Fifty-six. Year fifty-six of the NFL. No quarterback has rushed more than 175 yards in one game.
1: That's crazy. 100 – well, I, I mean, up until up until Vic, I, whoever would have done it. Cunningham? Yeah, but back then, I, I mean, you weren't seeing people getting, like, 200 yards a game back then, right? Like, 100 yards a game was a big number. You know, I, I mean, the offensive totals were just so much less. Yeah, you know Still, it wasn't. It, mean, it wasn't until I mean, I, yes, it, Cunningham is the first name that comes to mind. But I just that era, it would have been tough for him to hit those numbers. Vic, then you're like, oh yeah, well maybe the Vic era, I I could have seen it.
0: You know, Vic could run like the wind, and when he he could throw the ball eighty yards, dude.
1: What? One of the biggest crimes for an NFL fan. Uh, and obviously, if you were born now, it doesn't matter if you should never see him play. but for anybody that saw him, Mike Vick came around ten years too early. yeah, if he was around now, do you know what he would be doing?
0: Oh my god I and mean, he wasn't fu- and he wasn't fighting dogs He would be crying <laughs>
1: oh, that was a terrible dog imitation, but uh it's not one of my skill sets, so look asshole blow the roof like Michael Vick. J- yeah. Jay-Z. What song was that? Oh, it was the uh, Get Money 1-2-3 remix with him, Diddy, and 50 Cent.
0: He's an idiot for doing that.
1: Anyway, um, back to where he was. So I'm going to take
0: Still got, Still got a $100 million contract after doing that, by the way.
1: I mean, you know, a quarterback. You know, quarterbacks are getting that cash. And remember, he had that unbelievable year with Philadelphia. I mean, that's what I'm saying. After he came back, yeah, I mean that 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 year with Philadelphia, I mean, goddamn, he was throwing the ball all over the goddamn place.
0: He had Deshaun Jackson.
1: Oh yeah, that would that was that was his uh, that was his guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Deshaun I Jackson know, I, had a
1: huge <laughs> a huge catch in the Baltimore game, and it was like, holy shit, I forgot they just signed him.
0: Well, he, they signed him and they got hurt in the first half.
1: Not last week.
0: No, he he's oh, been
1: oh, oh. I, I thought he's been hurt.
0: He's been he's been rehabbing his hamstring for uh, three four weeks after he played a half of football.
1: The original Kadarius Tony. Uh, well, no, this John Jackson played almost all the time. But anyway, uh, MVP voting just to fill in uh, you following at home. Mahomes is one. Jalen Hurts is two. Jalen Hurts is two, uh, and then Tua is after him. Josh Allen is fourth, and Burrow is fifth. And so, uh, but Hurts yeah, is-
0: Tua Tua should be probably ahead of Hurts. Tua's is doing something that nobody's ever done. I mean, he's gone undefeated as the quarterback.
1: Yeah, I just don't think people believe it, right? You know, I mean, regardless of the performance, I think they're just like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's throwing the ball to two guys who have tremendous speed and are open a lot, so. If they if they win out, he will probably win. Well, right now, it, just going by the odds, he would have to surpass Mahomes. He would have to surpass Hurts and then Mahomes, Right now, Mahomes is at uh, minus 140. Hertz is at plus 325, and Tua is at plus 500. Allen is at plus 1,000, and Burrow is at plus 1,800. So this is really a three-horse race. So... You would need Mahomes to tank down the stretch. Is what I think you would need to happen. If they beat... If they beat...
0: If they beat the 49ers the Chargers, at the 49ers, at the Chargers, at the Bills, then they come home and they beat the Packers, then they go to New England and beat New England and end the season by beating the New York Jets, he's going to win MVP. I'm sorry.
1: All right. Well, we will have to see. Uh, we will you definitely- don't agree with that? Well, no, I'm looking at the clock, and I kind of want to fast-forward a little bit. I don't want to cut you out because I know you're in the middle of a stream. But we can pick it up next week, and we'll do it right out of the gate. Um, yeah, no, no doubt. Um, I just— uh, I, You yeah, mean because we're only at the two big
0: games, and we haven't even gotten into the games yet? Yeah,
1: of course. Yeah, and we're uh, 50 minutes 53, in. 53, 54 <laughs> minutes in, yes. Minutes into the pod. <laughs> Fucking train. <laughs> so anyway, I'm taking the Chiefs. Who are you taking? The Chiefs. You're taking yep. the Chiefs as well. So we're both on the Chiefs there. And so we'll fly down uh, the rest of the NFL schedule. We'll just give the picks real quick. So <laughs> here we go. Third down. Third down. Yeah. Uh, going to Sunday, 1 o'clock games. Eagles hosting the Titans. Eagles favored by 5.5 over under 44.5 points. Uh, Sharps on the Eagles. Everything else is on the tit- Titans. And huge numbers, 83% tickets, 93% money pool. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So uh, I picked the Eagles on this one in the
0: 5.5. Yep, I took the Eagles too. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I mean, Titans... Uh, are okay. I just, uh, you know, the five and a half didn't scare me away. I think the Eagles are a better team and they're at home. Uh, next up will be the Packers, who gave a good fight last week against uh, whatever, uh, against Philadelphia. In Philly. This week, they're going on the road against the Bears. They're four-and-a-half-point favorites. The over-under here is 43-and-a-half. This is a trifecta game. Everything's on the Packers. Numbers crazy skewed. 98% of the money pool on the Packers here. Uh, You know, four-and-a-half is a lot of points. Packers are a question mark. But, man, I watched the Bears play New New York last week because I was forced to, and they're fucking terrible. So, I'm taking the Packers.
0: Yeah, I'm taking the Packers, too. I don't even know why... It's well, I guess. I guess four and a half because they're not sure if it's what's his if name. It's fields or not, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah so I'll, I'll take the four and a half for sure.
1: All right, we're both on the Packers. The next game will be in Detroit, so this will be another home dog. The Bears were a home dog. Now another NFC North team is a home dog. Lions. Facing off against the Jags, Jags are a one-point favorite now. 51-and-a-half is the over/under, so they're expecting some scoring here. As is the story for the Lions all year. The pro, the this is Pro Joe's game. Tickets are on the Lions. Sharps and the money are on the Jaguars. Uh, I wanted to go Jaguars, I couldn't do it. I had to go to. I had to go with Detroit here. They played well. They, they played well in spots. It's just they got to get rid of Aaron. They got to get a better coaching staff in there.
0: Yeah, I, I you fucking hate them, but I I I I'm good with the Lions. I I have no qualms about them. They've been playing okay. I, I I'm not going to take the Jaguars. The Jaguars were oh, and this is the other statistic I was talking about earlier. They were oh in 178 when trailing by seven points in the fourth quarter, and they won. I
1: I watched the game on the treadmill, and we haven't talked about the Ravens, but. The the Jaguars just lost because the Ravens are a completely broken team right now. Like I and and Lamar Jackson, I, enough of him getting two hundred and fifty million dollars. I stop with that shit. Um, uh, you know whether or not he's playing like shit because he's pissed off he didn't have the contract or not. I, you know they should have won that game and they didn't because he overthrew eight million receivers who were wide open downfield. I, I mean it was just a terrible performance, and. You know, I know that you like him, but Lawrence tried to give that game away, too. He was throwing all, you know, crazy passes going down. I, you know, he fumbled at a key spot, and the lineman picked it up. I mean, it was, you know, I know everybody started talking last week. Like, Lawrence had this monster game, and it was a great comeback. And then I watched it, and I was like, holy shit, I think both these quarterbacks— I
0: think they're just impressed with the way he throws the ball. I mean, he, he, he's he got a hell yeah, of a Yeah, I guess, fair enough. But, but, I mean, it's, it's the sixth—I think it's the sixth game— that the Ravens have blown a lead in. Something like that? What was that? Yeah,
1: I, I saw there was a picture that was on Instagram, and I think it went through either Barstool Sports or Pro Football Focus, but it was a picture of all four games that they had a lead going into the fourth quarter or whatnot. You know, Giants were one, yes. Jaguars were one, and it's all pictures yeah. of uh, what's faced Lamar Jackson on the sideline. So we're both going to be on the lines in that game. The next game is going to be the return of Deshaun Watson, Mr. Sexual Chocolate Deshaun Watson. Watson. And the Browns here are going to be favored as they go into his old stomping grounds in Houston. Browns favored by seven over the Texans. 47 is the over-under. There is no sharp lean as of yet, but heavy money, heavy tickets, again skewed uh, on the Browns in this one. So, what are you going to do here?
0: Uh, I'm going to go heavy on the Cleveland
1: Browns. Yeah, I picked the Browns as well. Uh, I picked the Texans last year, and I said it was like a hold—you know, hold your nose and bet it, you know, type. Well, not bet it, but hold your nose and pick them. And it turned out it couldn't have been more wrong with that. I, this Texan team sucks. Lovey Smith probably should he be fired first or Nathaniel Hackett?
0: That's not even a question. Nathaniel Hackett's done. You think over Lovey Smith? I think, I, Josh guess, McDaniel, yeah, had- I think Josh McDaniel should be fired before anybody, but that's just me.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've won a couple of games. And probably hack it only because he's had more talent. And it's like, Jesus. They you know, have Smith, won. he's like, we have no quarterback.
0: They have won- the Raiders have won two overtime games against the Seattle Seahawks and the Denver Broncos. Don't you have four wins total? I mean, we won two games, like,
1: you know. Oh, two of those four in overtime or whatever you're saying? Right. Well, the back-to-back weeks. No, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, all right, so anyway, who's ever who's ever proud of that? The fact that
0: uh, Josh Jacobs is the NFL's leading rusher should fucking shoot themselves.
1: Yeah, it's been a terrible year, and McDaniel's. I, it just looks like, yeah. I, I mean, whatever. You got to get. I think McDaniel's is worthy of giving another year. Hackett, no way, and Lovey Smith, no way. Those guys should be shown the door. Oh, yeah, they won't. I mean, they won't. Hackett's –
0: they blame it on Hackett, but it's it's – there is a lot of Russell Wilson in there. Yeah, that.
1: there's Russell Wilson yeah. in that, too. But for now, that we're, sucks. Both, we're both on the Browns. What, giving him $240, $50 million, $200 million or whatever, and then turning out that the guy's done?
0: I I don't – not from the Broncos' perspective. I said that – I mean, like, that sucks from his perspective because, you know, I, I really think that he's a nice – you know, he's like a good guy. He's Who? Like a good, you Yeah, know, he's –
1: Russell Wilson. Oh, he's a fucking cunt, dude. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, he's terrible. Uh, anyway, all right, uh, back to the agenda here. Next game is Vikings hosting the te- the Jets here. The Vikings are a three-point favorite. Uh, the tickets and the money are on the Vikings. There is no sharp lean. I, I took the Vikings. Uh, you know, I- I'm sorry. I'm not going with Mike Waite, you know, I- for two weeks in a row, much less on the road. Versus Minnesota, you know, Sauce Gardner's good. Justin Jefferson's a whole other story.
0: Yeah, Vikings, this is an instant pick.
1: Yeah, instant pick, right. Falcons hosting the Steelers. Falcons favored by one here. This actually might be a good game to watch. And it means a little something to the Falcons because they're not dead in that shitbox NFC South. The Falcons are going to be hoping to get the win. They're looking at a small, low-scoring game at 42 points. Trifecta on the Steelers here. 93% of the money pool is on the Steelers. That's how you know that the money hasn't really come in quite yet because there's no way that it's going to be 93% come game time. Uh, So, Falcons, I don't know. know. You're talking about the streaky team from the beginning of the year or the streaky team right now? And I don't even know the Steelers are that streaky. Steelers got 93% of the money? So far, right now. That's why I said there's not a lot of tickets in. There's no way. Because if they had 93%, there's no way that they're going to kick off and it's going to be 93% of the money on the Steelers in this.
0: That's pretty incredible.
1: Well, just now, I like it's this- Wednesday. I just don't know why the money hasn't adjusted yet. Unless, unless the Action Network app hadn't adjusted for whatever reason. So
0: Yeah, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I like the Steelers. I know it's not going to be that. You know, and they're not that streaky either. But I like I like the Steelers. I think that they're. I said this to you three weeks ago when TJ Watt came back. There, like, it's the, the the stats are there. I, yeah, it's not something I made up. It's he's just he just changes the game.
1: No, oddly enough, ever. I actually I, I've heard that same comment mentioned several times since. That's uh, kind of like been people have been big on referencing that, and I was like, oh no, Chris fucking was talking about that, but. Uh, yeah, for sure. The defense is completely different. Uh, you know, and way more fun to watch. Different. It's different just, with Watt in there. The
0: offensive line has to change based off of him, which opens up avenues for other people. So that that's really the only reason. why. But with that said, I'm actually I was actually impressed with Kenny Pickett last week. I thought the kid looked good. The kid look came came out of the the bye I, week and, and look I pretty good. I thought he
1: looked good. I thought he looked good in Pittsburgh. And I I don't know if I was talking about it with you or maybe it was a solo show, but, like, I, I, I thought maybe the Giants should take a swing on him, you know? Like, I mean, it was way too, you know, they had two high picks, and Kenny Pickett ended up going in the first round. But I was like, well, you know, maybe they trade a pick and they trade down and they get some more future assets and then maybe they pick up Pickett, you know, like... I just, I, I, thought he was better than people were giving him credit for. And granted, it's he early He wasn't yet. gonna go.
0: He wasn't gonna go anywhere but Pittsburgh because he went to school at Pittsburgh.
1: But, I mean, unless somebody tried to make a play for him,
0: right? I mean, no. I mean, I just it was. I mean, that uh, hypothetically, you know, it, it just it was. It seemed like it was in the cards he was going to wind up, you know, going to the Steelers. I.
1: I just thought that there should have been more talk about him going to other teams because you know people were like he's just not a top prospect, and it was like look he played okay he had the small hand bullshit that they were trying to place on him early on in the in the draft cycle, Um, Mm -hmm. but overall like you know when you watch people play. The quarterbacks play. You're like, okay, this guy has a shot or he doesn't. You watch Zach Wilson play, and from day one, it's been like this guy doesn't have a shot. You watch Kenny Pickett play, and you're like, yeah, might might have something there. We'll have to see how it plays out, but you know, he's got. There's some life to him right now. He's not done. He's not done. Uh, uh,
0: cut whatever his name is. Is he's Zach not Wilson. done. Zach Wilson.
1: Yeah, he's not done. Zach Wilson's done. But no, Story he'll go. He'll
0: pilot. go. He'll go to a, a different team, like a, he, he needs like a Cliff Kingsbury coach to, to open him up.
1: I don't think anybody needs a Cliff Kingsbury coach. <laughs> Fucking hot trash. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna take the Falcons on that one. Uh, you're, uh, hot hot trash who just got a second contract for
0: like you know fifty million dollars. Yeah,
1: because the owners right now, I you know, are sniffing glow. They have no clue what's coming or going. Uh, giving him anything. I, that guy's a terrible coach. So, terrible coach. The coach is not the problem in that team. He if anything, he should have stayed in college or he should work on being a coordinator. He's not a head coach. That's just a could fact. the problem could the problem be that their quarterback has Oh, is it I don't a colossal know, asshole? A, yeah, for sure.
0: A, a, an asshole who has a gaming addiction? Could that be <laughs> that, the
1: problem? That could be a problem too. Uh, you know, and that's why people chart when they come out with new modern modern warfare updates because he has a distinct drop off in data points uh, when that mm-hmm. happens. So, uh, yeah. anyway, I'm taking the Falcons in that one. You're taking the Steelers. I'm taking the Falcons. I like the Steelers, but you know what? I, the Falcons aren't terrible. They're at home. They got something to play for here. You know, Steelers got to keep it going again. They got to go on the road here. You know, I'm going to go with the Falcons there. So, uh, I blew the whistle. That meant we're leaving there, and we're going to Baltimore. Ravens, Broncos. Ravens favored by 8.5 in this one. 38 is the over-under. They're not expecting anything from Denver. Trifecta game. Everybody loves the Ravens. 78% of the tickets, only 63% of the money. But, uh, Ravens, Broncos, I don't know. Is eight and 8.5 too much for the Ravens here? It very well could think- be.
0: I don't think it is. I I took the Ravens mainly because I can't. I picked the Broncos and almost
1: thought it was a joke that
0: they were only laying a point against the Panthers, and oh, we saw I, what happened. I
1: was with you. I couldn't have been. I I picked that game wrong. I couldn't have been more wrong. I you know that shit. I, and I think we said those were like easy picks. You know, like oh, oh the. Broncos here, easy pick. Panthers terrible. Going back to Sam Darnold.
0: What, yeah, like what happened to
1: Denver's top five defense? I don't know. I I have no clue. I I just can't. The Broncos are so broken in every single way. And like I referenced, I rewatched that Ravens game just uh, a day ago as I was on the elliptical, and and shit, they were not good. They were not good at all. I, I mean, Lamar Jackson doesn't even look like he's there sometimes. You know when when they do these run number 1 he hates running now. When he does run he's just not committed to it at all. You know, he's like he's not really throwing his weight in there. He's just kind of I mean, there was one fourth and one and I don't know if it was the way it was designed, but he kind of like slowly bounced off the guard, but he didn't really commit to it and then he just kind of stuck his hands out hoping that his hands would go above, over the first down marker and then the ball got knocked out. I mean, and then he overthrew the receivers like three or four times, and I'm like, "This guy, I, you know, this is not working out." You know, whatever's going on in Baltimore, there's some serious problems. So it's a lot of points for you know a quarterback that I don't think is good right now. But God, the Broncos suck. So I, yeah, well, let's just move on because this game sucks. I'm, I'm I picked the Ravens. You picked the Ravens. We're both Ravens there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Final four o'clock game. Commanders, Giants, g trying to right the ship as it is sinking fast. Uh, Commanders, two-and-a-half point favorites on the road here. Uh, it was, I think, the Giants by one, then it was Commanders by one, now the Commanders by two-and-a-half. Forty-and-a-half is the over-under. Pros versus Joes. Pros like the Commanders. Joes love the Giants, 70% of the tickets as of today. Uh, I picked the Commanders yet again. Uh, they've been hot, and the Giants are not.
0: Yeah, the Giants are definitely not hot. But when I see the Giants getting two and a half points, Vegas, and immediately want to react with, like, oh, the Commanders are obviously the pick, I thought to myself, there's somebody smarter than me out there making these lines and it's just begging for me to take the Giants. So I took the Giants.
1: Okay. I mean, that that's one way of thinking and I've actually heard it. (laughs) I've heard a a similar thought process. I can't, I watch the Giants and they're terrible. I haven't seen the commanders all that much. Um, but they, from what I've seen, they just look better than the Giants. And again, I, I can't, I can't get behind the Giants' the way that they're playing right now. Uh, they have no, no wide receivers whatsoever. I mean, they, they have nobody out there. And Daniel Jones, for the moments that he's shown that he might have it, he just has infinitely more moments that it's like, yeah, that, that's why we're not giving you the cash because you know we can't get behind you. So uh, I'm Commanders, your Giants. That wraps up the one o'clock games. There's only a couple of four o'clock games. 49ers-Dolphins is the next one. Good game. 4 o'clock in San Francisco. 49ers favored by 4.5. 46.5 is the over-under. Sharps leaning toward the 49ers. The rest, uh, tickets and and money, is on the Dolphins pretty heavily. Both over 79%. So what are you going to do here with the Dolphins traveling cross-country? I love the 49ers. So do I. I'm with the 49ers, too. This is going
0: to be the first game. Like I said, if Miami makes it out of here with a win, I would be shocked. They have one that you don't, what you're not, what not everybody's hearing about and what's being reported down here is that two is actually a little banged up. Two, they have no offensive line to protect him now that uh, Teron Armstead's yeah, out. Gone. And they have a second backup who has to switch from. Tackle to guard, or guard to tackle, whatever the hell it is, to protect Tua. That's not going to help. I don't care how fast those guys are. They still need time to get the ball to those guys.
1: Yeah, and I I mean, for me, going cross-country, east to west, has always been extremely difficult. And, you know, here you've got Tua... Problems that you've alluded to with the offensive line. 49ers getting to sit back for the second week in a row. Uh, I I just think it's a a tough thing to ask. The 4.5 is a lot of points because the Dolphins got tons of speed and they can make up points fast if they get things going. You know, I don't know. you, You just we talked about it maybe like week five six on you just started seeing the blowouts more and more so when things go wrong they really go wrong so four and a half doesn't scare me all that much since that you know this gets away from them i could see them easily covering that four and a half so i jumped on the 49ers here
0: don't be a fool though don't be a fool they had two running backs that went down
1: I'm yeah sorry. Mitchell, don't be, I mean, whatever don't
0: Mitch- don't be don't be fooled. If the game does go Miami's way, I love the 49ers. Don't get me wrong, but I would not be surprised. I mean, look, they went and spent a lot of draft capital on McCaffrey. Mitchell is always, they knew Mitchell was coming back from injury. He's a very, very good secondary running back to take some work off McCaffrey. They've been babying McCaffrey and he still got
1: hurt. Yeah, I know. This is the Jeff Wilson ball. It's all about Jeff Wilson. It's all about Jeff yeah they,
0: they, And Jeff Wilson's hurt, too. He's not playing.
1: Oh, did he get—he played last week, did he not? Or no? He got knocked out. He's not playing. Oh, he got knocked out in last week's game. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. It's still the Jeff Wilson Bowl. I'm talking like I know what I'm talking about, and I just talk about somebody who's knocked out of the game and it completely destroys all my credibility, uh, 100%. Ah! So, anyway, let's bounce on. What are you taking? You're taking the 49ers, I'm on the 49ers. That brings us to Los Angeles, same coast, different team. Rams hosting the Seahawks. Seahawks are a monster seven-and-a-half-point road dog First big road favorite in a while, and it's going to Seattle here. Uh, 41 is the over-under. The tickets are on the Seahawks. The money is slightly on the Rams. I picked the Seahawks here. 7.5 is a lot of points. The Rams are terrible, and they're starting some guy I've never even heard of before.
0: Didn't he go to Wake Forest?
1: Uh, I don't think Wolford's playing. I think he's out.
0: Oh, I thought Wolford was coming back.
1: Uh, I. Is he coming back? I thought they said he was going to be out. Uh, I don't know.
0: Ugh, they're starting Perkins again.
1: Yeah, i I, th- I thought that was the I thought that was the deal. Uh, anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. Well, I don't care who it is. Uh, yeah. You know, it, Seattle coming off that rough loss. You know, I, I think they're the better team in the Rams. They really, Rams got nothing.
0: Seattle's not that good either, man. Seven and a half points. I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm going to take the Rams at seven and a half. I at, thought at the home. seven
1: and a half was going to push it that way.
0: It's just too much. If it's like two and a half, fuck yeah. I'm taking Seattle all day.
1: Yeah. All but right. So. Uh, seven
0: and a half. That, that, no.
1: Uh, where's I? I mark, oh, there. I, I did mark it off. All right. So you're on the. Uh, oh, that's why I screwed up. I should have put you over here. Okay. So Chris is on the Rams. I am on the Seahawks. We are going to be going to nowhere. We're going to stay on the coast. And we're going to talk about the. Uh, I This can't be right. The Chargers next are the Chargers at home? They can't be. I must have done that wrong.
0: No, Chargers aren't home.
1: This is in this is in Las Vegas?
0: In Las Vegas.
1: Oh, this is in Las Vegas. Okay, so the Chargers are... That's why. Uh, I have the at symbol there. And it's like, oh, the Rams and Chargers can't play at home. They're in the same fucking place. Uh, Raiders are a home dog here. Chargers, one and a half is the point spread favoring Los Angeles. Over under is 50 and a half. Trifecta game for the Raiders... Um, I don't know. I picked the Raiders. I don't know why I said I was never going to pick the Raiders again. And here I am.
0: No, I'm not picking the Raiders. Chargers, move on.
1: Chargers have not looked good, by the way.
0: I know, but I'm not going to sit here and break down the Raiders games. I, I don't. They're wasting fucking draft capital by... By winning these stupid ass games.
1: Yeah, fair enough. They are definitely doing that. Um, so, uh, Chiefs-Bengals. We talked about. So that brings us to Sunday night football. Cowboys hosting the Colts. Cowboys are eleven point favorites over Jeff Saturday's fucking disaster zone team. Uh, I don't. You know, you can't. You can't hire an ESPN TV guy to be your coach. I'm sorry, you can't do it. Can't do it, and you see why uh, on Monday Night Football. So the Cowboys are eleven point favorites over Indianapolis. Forty three and a half is the over under. The sharps are leaning toward the Cowboys. The tickets are leaning toward the Cowboys. The money is barely in on the Colts at fifty two percent. Eleven points is a lot, not enough in my case. I think the Colts really suck, and so now they got to go into Dallas, and I think they're going to lose.
0: Yeah, they're going to lose. I don't think I, I took the eleven. It's just too many points.
1: I I yeah, but I, I made that argument the pat last week, and it never worked out. Not on a single one of them. So I hear you. I, I was looking. I was looking at the eleven. And I thought it was a lot, but you know, the way that these games have gone, I, I just I just don't don't see it. I see you know Cowboys winning ahead. So we're gonna be on opposite ends there. You're gonna take those points, saying it's a lot. But Matt Ryan, really? I mean, he looks so bad. That whole team. Looks
0: oh, bad. I don't. I don't take. I I no way. I wouldn't. Bet on, I'm not betting on Matt Ryan. You're just betting I'm on just 11 bet, points. I'm betting on 11 points, yeah. It's it's, it's still the NFL, right? It's it, it's just— it goes and That's back the argument to- I
1: made last week, and every time it didn't work out. I'm just laughing because I tried to make it again this week, and I was like, Rich, don't be stupid.
0: Oh, my God. The Chiefs covered b- 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 by a half a point. In the- Rams,
1: 15 and a half. Give me that one. You know, miraculous Bears, Bears, way. Bears, six point. Give me that one. Texans, 14 points. Give me that one. Saints, nine not. points. Give me that one. Every Texan, single one. The Texans. You'll it, get nothing like it. That was last week. The, the Texans had the second best
0: uh, pass rating defense in the league, and Tua went off for 240 yards in the first half. But that's neither here nor there. So when it comes to Indianapolis and the 11 points, it I always go back to this, the old expression of, Will the worst team in the NFL beat the best team in college football? Like, obviously, right? Like, they're still an NFL team. So regardless of who's injured or who's out, like, I still don't think Dallas is good enough
1: to – their offense is good enough to just destroy teams. Well, you're wrong. I'm right. Mm. Next game is the final game of the week. It is Monday Night Football, a exciting game for the Buccaneer and Saint fans as they are still both fighting for the NFC South title. For the rest of the country, it sucks because these two teams blow monkey farts. They're terrible. And to watch them on Monday Night Football is a terrible way to end the week. However, that's what we get. So, Buccaneers are four-point favorites. The over-under is 40.5 points. It is a trifecta game. Uh, everybody likes the Saints. Uh, 83% of the money pool is on the Saints, which is the biggest number. So, I don't know what to do here because every time I go with Tampa Bay, thinking that this is the game that they need to win, uh, they always lose. But I have four points. I took Tampa Bay again.
0: Uh Yeah. I... I find myself picking them every single week of the year.
1: Yeah, and losing. Yeah. I don't know What, what is the Bucks uh, ATS? Do you know? I don't, but it's probably
0: one and thirteen, one and twelve.
1: I'll uh, p- pull it up real quick. Uh, three seven and one against the spread this season. Just yeah.
0: fucking terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, they ATS. cost. What ATS did they team? cost me? They cost me. My fifty dollar, uh, uh, three hundred fifty to win three hundred parlay, and they cost me. I could just run down the line of how many parlays I've lost just because of them.
1: Well, here we are now. Not only have they cost us a ton of money, but they're costing us a Monday Night Football game, which unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know which way you want to look at it has significance because the Saints are four and eight and they're one and a half games out of first place. As the Buccaneers are five and six and the Falcons are five and seven. And the Panthers, the Panthers are four and eight. Everybody is still in this league. Is in this race. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But anyway, Bucks minus four versus the Saints. I'm taking the Bucks. I can't that believe reminds
0: this, me of this game. It just means reminds something. me. Well remember when the the NFC East was oh yeah that our was best. What, two the, years
1: ago three years yeah, ago yeah when
0: 7 and 9 like won the division
1: yeah they were all terrible it was one of the Joe Judge years and it, Joe Judge was like we're still in this and it was like dude I, you know I, I can't believe that you 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 <laughs> yeah you are still in it technically but it's because you're terrible that was a game that oh that was a game know. that they pulled uh, yes, Jalen Hurts yes, right yes
0: yes yes was it
1: Jalen Hurts yes. that they pulled it was it was when they they sat him right two yeah. years ago yeah yeah, and, yeah. I think it was mm, I think it was the yes. COVID year. I think it was the COVID year. And everybody was like, Oh was, man, how can you do that? It's so uncompetitive and it was like, How could you not do that?
0: It knocked the Giants out of the playoffs? Yeah, how could
1: you not do that? Why would you risk your potential you know, franchise quarterback in a game that meant nothing? You you better your you know
0: It was just another way of the
1: Eagles saying,
0: Fuck you to the Giants. That was it.
1: Well and the Eagles weren't in the playoffs either, right? No, they were they weren't they weren't going to make it no matter what. They weren't going to make it no matter what. So you're betting your back, your your draft capital, and you're protecting your possible franchise quarterback. So uh, anyway, um, so but who are they playing that week? It was the final game of the year. It was the, the fun- Redskins. It was the Redskins. It was the Redskins. Is what it was. So who are you taking here, Bucks Saints? I said the Bucks. Oh, you said the. B- That's right. You did say the Bucks. All right. So be it. So away we go. Here we go with fourth down, and we're putting our money where our mouth is. Fourth down. Technically, it's fake money, but whatever. It's money nonetheless, and uh, I treat it like real money. So that one day when I do have the uh, stones to take some of my kids' college fund and actually put on the line, uh, you know, I know what I'm getting into. So uh, here we go. I'll let you start best bets. What is yours for this week?
0: The 49ers.
1: You're taking San Fran. I am taking Washington against the Giants. Super Contest is next. I took Washington, Kansas City, Detroit, Minnesota, and then your San Francisco 49ers there. So who do you end up taking for your top five?
0: Uh, sorry, I'm on the wrong week here. I went back to go look at the Tampa Bay stats. Uh, so I went with the Vikings... The, yep, Steelers, too. the Steelers, the Chargers, the Chiefs,
1: I'm on and
0: them. finally
1: the Bills. And then Buffalo. So we got two that are the same there. Parleys, which, like I said, we've hit one all year. I am taking Washington, Kansas City, and Minnesota. So that's what I'm pulling out of my Super Contest picks to put together.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with Buffalo, Minnesota, and the 49ers.
1: So we both got Minnesota, and you're all over San Fran this week. Uh, Our teasers, where we have been on fire. I'll let you go first this time. Feel free to kick it off. Sure. Lions plus 7.5.
0: Pittsburgh plus 7. Bringing the Ravens down to 1.5. And and bringing Dallas
1: down to 5. Bringing Baltimore and then Dallas. Well... Uh, great minds think alike because mine uh, are three teams. I took Baltimore, I took Dallas, and then I kind of threw the dice here and I ended up taking Seattle. Uh, you know, Seattle playing the Rams. You never know what's going to go on with the Rams with all that. But, I mean, I just can't see them piecing something together. Uh, you know, Seattle, it, it brings them down to basically a pick uh, at one and a half. But there were other legs that I was looking at. I did look at your Steelers at the seven points. You know, the Dolphins, you could juice them up to ten and a half, so you get through the seven and you get through the ten. Titans, you can get up to eleven and a half versus the Eagles. Uh, Browns, you could bring down. You know, we both like the Browns. You could bring them down to basically a uh, one-point win. Uh, If
0: you're a Dolphins fan, you could juice that up, yes. You get through the seven, through the ten. I just... You know, I don't like to cross the line. So, I, and I didn't want to, I didn't want, I want, I got to leave the 49ers out of some bets. I can't bet it everywhere.
1: Well, I'll tell you, you know, the other thing I was looking at, I know that people hate saying crossing the line, but the Chiefs are, if you were to take them and tease them, you would get them as a four and a half four point block. So yeah. you, get through the zero, which nobody likes to do, but you actually get through the three. And that'll come yeah. into play later on. Uh, as for props, as I hear my nephew has rolled in.
0: He found me, yes. Yeah. With a fucking ice pop in his hand in our bedroom.
1: Yeah, buddy. When your bedroom is all white and, and cream colors and tans. Yeah. Yeah, jump on the bed with that, you know... Blue number, (laughs) blue number seven, or whatever the toxic uh, dye is.
0: Yeah. Oh, red red dye number, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Whatever it is. There's one that they always
1: talk about. They're like, oh, it's the worst one on the planet, which is like everything. As he's sitting,
0: we're talking about the red dye number, red dye 42, and this kid's (laughs) sitting here smiling at me like, where is it? Of course. Where's the red dye 42?
1: Uh, props. I didn't even bother to look on uh, the Thursday night games because the other ones I know are not out. So I took
0: Poyer, Poyer four and a half tackles over.
1: Oh, uh, they released the defensive ones for them. Yeah. Uh, do you know offhand what the the Mac Jones passing yardage is? two, four, two thirty. Whoa, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Two thirty is a lot. I thought it was yep. going to be lower, and I might have went over at 230. But if they,
0: if Buffalo blows up, then they're going to have to
1: throw. Yeah, Buffalo's defense is pretty good. Yeah, though, it's just it's going to be How more How inflated Ramon. is the Jason, Josh Allen uh, passing yards?
0: 270.
1: 270. 270, huh? I'm taking the under there. That's what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah, I would have gone under and over.
1: Allen under 270.
0: And I would have gone Mac Jones over.
1: Uh, yeah, the 230 is just that—that's uh, too close to what I like. But the Allen 270, I could see—you know—him running on the on the ground a little bit. You know, not doing it through the air as much. So I'm going to go. And if New England ends up owning that game for whatever random reason, you know, I definitely think we will see on the 270. But
0: New England's just going to play prevent. They're not going to—they're not going to go crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, whatever it is. So you're taking Poyer over the four and a half tackles. I'm taking Allen over the 270 yards. That brings us to our gambling segment. Like I said, I am at 9, 98.50, so I am 150 under our starting total of 10,000. Uh, I am going to do three bets. I am going to do two teasers, and then to throw the extra 50 to bring me to 900, 9,000, I'm going to do a parlay. So my one teaser is the one that I mentioned, Baltimore, Seattle, Dallas, 400 on that. Then my second teaser is going to be Philadelphia, Cleveland, and then Kansas City. So Philadelphia, you make them a pick 'em. Cleveland, you make them basically a pick 'em, and then Kansas City, you get all the way through the zero to the over the three, uh, making them a four and a half point favorite. I, I really don't see them getting blown out. I if. if Cincinnati wins. I could see it being a field goal win. So I like that. So that was my other teaser 400 on that. And then, with the 50 bucks I got left, Washington, Casey, and Minnesota, which was the parlay I talked about earlier, which means it's guaranteed to lose because I haven't hit any this year. Or maybe I hit one and you haven't hit any. I don't know. Whatever.
0: I hit a money line parlay at some point.
1: Oh, oh and you're gambling, but not your pick.
0: But not my pick them, yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's my gambling for the week. Brings me down to 9,000 with that money on the table. So what are you going to do, kind sir? Like you said, you so, just lost 50, so you're still around 8,300.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to do some straight bets. I'm going to bet money line on the Chiefs. I'm going to bet 250, cash out 450. I am going to take the 49ers with the spread of minus four. I'm going to bet 200 to win 400 on that. I am going to do a money line parlay with those two teams, Casey. San Francisco, and I'm going to throw Dallas in there. And that's going to be 200 to cash out around 640. Then I'm going to do my teaser that I spoke about before with the Lions, the Steelers, the Ravens and the Cowboys, and that's going to be hundred to win 400. And then I got two prop bets. I'm going to do 50 to win hundred on Poyer over four and a half tackles. And I also threw Tremaine Edmonds in there because he's playing this week at over seven and a half tackles.
1: And that's all she wrote?
0: That's all? And that's that's it.
1: That's all? Nothing else?
0: Uh, I think, I mean, I could throw a couple more hundred in if you want me to. That's all right.
1: I'm busting your chops, buddy. Uh, all right, so there you go. That's our picks for the week, our picks and our wagers for the week. And so to all of you, enjoy a good Thursday night game and a weekend that actually has a good solid seven or so games that are worthwhile watching. We have not got that basically all year, but we're getting it here in week 13, and hopefully it'll continue through the end of the season. So uh, all the best. You attend to your young one. I'm going to go and get some food with the fam. Everybody else, best of luck with your wagering. Gamble responsibly. No, responsible gambling, as there's such a thing, uh, and uh, I don't know all the rest of it. You want to throw anything in uh, bef- in before I punch out? Uh, well, go dogs, go dogs. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Roof, Michael, Michael, Michael Vick, bark it through the roof. Peace out, everybody. Adios. <sighs>